Sicha for Tazria in Chele Gimel. And the Rebbe in this Sicha, this is basically a Sicha about the mitzvah that we read in the Parsha about the bris. But the Rebbe learns from this a very, very uh, important lesson how the connection of a Yid with Hashem, even before the bris, there is a very, uh, very strong connection which comes about through the bris. Of course, through the midst of the bris, it comes around that. But really, uh, it, it's all the time there, which means whether you've done your mitzvah, you didn't do your mitzvah, you're still connected. The mitzvah helps to bring it out in an open, in a revealed way. And, uh, and the Rebbe answers actually a uh, seemingly a little bit of a difficult uh, passage in the Rambam, uh, which the Rambam writes, the Rebbe explains that. Uh, and the Rebbe explains how that fits with this whole idea. So again, so what does the parsha begin with? The parsha begins with that that after the woman gives birth, if she gives birth to a male, so then on the eighth day, you uh, do the bris milah. Now, one of the things is about a bris milah that it has to be done only if the baby is healthy. If the baby is not healthy, so then you don't do a bris because uh, the question is why we don't do the bris because, of course, we know that pikuach nefesh is, overrides all the mitzvahs. We don't do a mitzvah if it involves the danger of one's life. So that's why we won't do the bris if the child is not well. But the Rambam gives also another reason. The Rambam says that you can be uh, circumcising later on. Okay, so you don't have to circumcise him right now. So you can circumcise the baby when the baby gets healthier. So that's why you have to wait till the baby gets healthier. But that reason uh, that uh, the baby gets healthier is, is what the Rebbe is going to discuss here. Like this. There's man from mitzvah similar is the talk from Geburt. The time for the mitzvah of circumcision is on the eighth day from when the baby is born. There is in their sedra, like he says in the sedra, hashmini besar On the eighth day, you shall circumcise uh, the flesh from its toughness to mean make the bris. What happens when oiv men is mal noch dem talk? if you circumcise after the eighth day. So what happens, let's say for whatever reason, you couldn't or, or you didn't, but if you circumcise after the eighth day, is chodj the mitzvah mila bechlal izman mekayim. So although one fulfills the mitzvah in general, because you did the mitzvah, so you still did. Men machtoch habrocha bechulu. You're making a blessing, so that means that you're doing a shekedishonim mitzvah. So, so it doesn't mean you didn't do the mitzvah. You're still doing the mitzvah, but felt ober. You're still lacking l'chayre. It would seem the prat from their mitzvah. This detail of the mitzvah, the ma'ila for milabizmana. That advantage of having the circumcision in time. So yes, you're doing circumcision, but it would appear, and that's what the Rebbe is going to challenge that you're not going to be lacking anything. But the Rebbe says it would seem like, and simply, you're not going to have the timely uh, circumcision, the bris milah, because to circumcise on the eighth day specifically. And so what's the difference? Why, why are we saying that there's something special about the eighth day? Okay, maybe you can do the eighth day, you did the tenth day. So there's two things that, that first of all, there's something special with a bris in the time. 
the only time that the bris overrides Shabbos is if you're doing it on the eighth day. If you can't do it on the eighth day, it doesn't override Shabbos. So that means to say that it's not really a bris in time because it's not the same thing as a bris in time. That's why only bris in time will override Shabbos. And the other thing is, when it's not done in time, it would seem like the time in between you did the bris and from the, when the baby was, should have had the bris from the eighth day until whenever you do it, the baby did not have a bris in the meantime. So he's saying like this. The fact that the, when you circumcise on the eighth day has a very special advantage. It's both. Well, the actual circumcision and also those things that you have to prepare are the things that may involve an avoid on Shabbos. If it's bismano, but if it's on the eighth day, it's at the right time for the baby, for the bris. Is doiches a Shabbos? That will push away the Shabbos. In other words, you're a lot of normally on Shabbos. You're not allowed to make a cut. You can't make a wound on Shabbos. But in this case, it will override the Shabbos. Vima uh, us up as we have, we derive this from the pasuk from the verse Uba Yoimashmini Yimel Vesarer Losi. So from the fact that it says Uba Yoimashmini Vesarer Losi, we say Uba Yoim. I feel it's Shabbos, even if it's Shabbos. So that is when it's on the eighth day. But when the bris is not on the eighth day, so you're not allowed to circumcise on Shabbos. So you see clearly that there is an advantage when it's on the eighth day. So according to this, it should turn out, it turns out, it the Rebbe is going to challenge this, but the Rebbe says it would make sense, it would seem. When you circumcise a child after eight days, even when you have not done the bris before, the circumcision before, is because the child was crying, he was sick. And if a child was sick, you're not allowed to uh, circumcise him. So it's nobody's fault. Hotman the mitzvah milah bismano nit So you still did not do the milah in time. You didn't do the bris milah in time, even though you have a good reason that you weren't allowed to do it, but you still didn't do it in the right time. Un the mitzvah mitzvah And also generally, now that you circumcise it. Even from that point and on, which you fulfill when you circumcise later on, helps us nor as those kinds of zain a mole for nitzteron. That only helps that this child will be circumcised from this point and on. But as health that does not help for the days that have already passed. In Velchon, their kind is given an oral in which the child was not circumcised, it was stuffed on oral. Those can men show That's not something that you can fix. You have actually not transgressed the mitzvah, because you weren't allowed to, you weren't permitted to circumcise because of danger of life. Which override pushes away all the Torah. You can't do any mitzvah if it involves 
uh, somebody's dangerous life as felt over dochter kiyuma mitzvah, but yet you would be lacking the kiyuma mitzvah. So the Rebbe says it seems, and the first glance it seems that yes, there is a mitzvah even when you do it later on, but you would be lacking something. You don't have the advantage of mila bismano, and in addition to that there will be a time that this child wasn't circumcised. So you only fix it from that point you do the circumcision and on. But the days that passed, you passed it. There's nothing you can do about it. But the Rebbe is going to point out from the Rambam that no, in a deeper sense, you're actually not missing anything. In a deeper sense, you're going to see that it actually goes, it works retroactively, so to speak. That retroactively, once you do it, it's already as if you did it in time, as the Rebbe will explain. The Rambam Zogt. The Rambam says, The reason that you're not permitted to circumcise, nor only a kind, a child, a baby, that has no sickness, that's the only way you can circumcise. And he writes like this, Danger of life overrides everything. So, if he has any kind of sickness which is danger, you can't do the bris. Then the Rambam adds further. He says, you are able to do a circumcising after, afterwards. So basically, as the Rebbe will explain, there's an additional reason. First of all, you're not allowed to do it. Even if you could not do it later. But the Rambam adds, but you could circumcised later on. So there's an additional reason that since you can do it later on, so there's no real need to do it now. And that's what's going to be the Rebbe's point. What does the Rambam mean to say that there's no need to do it now when you can do it later? But if you're going to do it later, you're still going to be missing. You're not going to have the midst of his mano. And that's what the Rebbe wants to use as evidence that you, when you do it later, you're not going to be lacking anything. Let's look inside. But the Rambam adds further Another point, you can never bring back one soul ever. If a soul is lost, if the child dies, how are you going to bring him back? So therefore, now that's also a question. What does that have to do? As the Rebbe will explain, that seems to be Pikuach Nefesh. But the Alter Rebbe, the Rambam first writes about Pikuach Nefesh. Then he writes, you have the opportunity to do it again. And then he continues, he says, you can never bring back a Jewish soul. The Rebbe Taich is now in Yiddish, what the Rambam said in in, in Losh Danger of life overrides everything. And you are able to circumcise later. You cannot bring back one soul of Israel. Came on it, ever. So the Rebbe says, from Arichus Loshna Rambam, from the lengthy language of the Rambam, it's understood. That he wants to add a second reason. The number one reason why we won't circumcise unless we know for sure the baby is not sick at all. The first reason is the danger of life or seeing. That the person lives overrides everything. Does haste. 
This means as Eib Afilus is nitoki shum eitzet to mekayim zayin the mitzvah shpeter. Even if there is no way, there is no advice, there is no uh, opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah later on. It would still be overridden because of uh, taking care of life. You can't do it, even if you can't do it. And then the Rambam adds another additional reason. That you're possible, you're able to circumcise later on. As the mitzvah, it's at all not being pushed off. Because you can do it later, so no big deal. So so from this we understand, since the Rambam says you can do it later, if we should say that doing later you would be lacking something, like you're not doing the mitzvah in the proper time, so what is he saying you can do it later? But that doesn't help me doing it later. I'm not going to do the mitzvah the right way. So then we have to go back to the first reason, that the mitzvah is, is a, that life is more important than, 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 than the bris milah. But why is the Rambam? But from the Rambam's language, is it? So, so that's what the Rebbe says. The full verstanding is is the full verstanding as the mitzvah mila was when is mekayim lachers man that the mitzvah mila that you fulfill after a while helped oich of the freer ditiketek that also helps for the previous days days began bis as vert as vert oich of giton the milah for mila bismana to the extent that you also accomplished that advantage from Mila in time when you do it later on. Doesn't mean you're not a lot of Mal on Shabbos, but yet after the Brish Mila, as the Rebbe is going to explain. As the Rebbe proves it, Voro. Voro, in the parentheses, if one would say, if we shall say, as Mila is that when the Mila is not in time, it only fixes the future. So then the reason is not sufficient was So why is he saying you can circumcise later? Because even when you will circumcise later, you'll still be missing out the mitzvah of the previous days. And you will totally be lacking, never be mitzvah So how would you say you can do it later on as a reason? So we have to say doing it later on is not going to be lacking. So, but how does this help? How could we possibly say that doing the bris later is going to help you from before? Dakun Farstein. So we need to understand. We can apula. How can an act better that you're going to do later on? Virkun that it can impact the time that passed. Before you did the action. You're saying that somehow the bris is taken before. How could it do? So, Rebbe makes a difference. Let's, let's explain. This that we find, certain acts that also impact the past, is as not in Azel Chafalun, it only in such cases that the Pu'ula is darfen nit oifton kein inyan. It's in those cases when the fact, the act doesn't have to do, accomplish something new. In other words, you just got to verify something. So, the verifiable is later, it verifies you from before. You're not doing something new. It's done. 
and you want to find out. So even though you find out later, it tells me what it was before. We didn't have to accomplish it. They need to just sort out or they must uh, put uh, in place that pool is something what happens before. Or if it's a matzah situation, sushtan situation, in a way that they to beginning, they're set up in such a way in that they are hinged on and they're connected with certain conditions that take place later. So it, you're doing something now and later on you're going to see if what you did now worked or didn't work. That uh, uh, so what you're going to do later on is going to just prove it's going to uh, verify and prove so then they can impact the past because you're not accomplishing something new you're just figuring out as opposed to a fact that has to do something new so you got to make something new. So then the results of that act, so the act of Bris Mila cannot impact what took place before. Before the act, if the act is supposed to accomplish that, if the act of Bris Mila is supposed to accomplish the Bris, that cannot take place from before. Before that act has been accomplished. The result cannot come before the cause. How could it impact the past time? Basically, if what needs to be accomplished, the bris is what accomplishes it, so that accomplishment cannot take place to previous time, can only start from the time that you're doing it. So it will be lacking. How are we saying, the Rambam says, you can do later on, it will look back from before. The Rebbe's answer is going to be, Take, that the bris is not accomplishing it. It's there from before anyways. The bris is only revealing the connection between the Yid and the Ebishter. And therefore, even when you do it later on, it, it reveals the connection from before. It's not a new connection. It's not something that's really that's the way the Rebbe is going to learn. But first the Rebbe asks another question. At the end of the second reason, the Rambam says, after the Rambam says, that you can circumcise after time. Then the Rabbi adds the words, but you can never bring back a Jewish soul ever. So what does it mean? Can I bring back uh, these words that I'm saying? That seems to be pikoch nefesh, a reason, not the reason because you can do it later. Those few words are similarly more connected to the first reason from pikoch nefesh than vitzum tzveitam than the second reason that you can do it later on. That's 
So because if we're going to say that you can do later on and everything is going to be corrected, so what do we need a command that you cannot save a Jewish later? I mean, we don't. What, 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 what do we care? We don't. We don't need that reason. The reason is you're going to do the bris later on, and everything is going to be accomplished. So there's no point in putting the child in danger because the accomplishment will be done later on because you'll circumcise him later on and everything will be accomplished. So what do we have need to do? And you can't bring a life. We don't care if you can bring it back or not, but there's no reason to do it in time when you can do it later on and accomplish anything. And the Rebbe will explain what the Rambam means that you cannot turn back a Jewish soul the way it's understood between the connection between Hashem and the Yidna, as the Rebbe will explain. I guess the Rebbe's basic question over here is it seems the Rebbe learns from the Rambam that circumcising the baby later on or for that matter, it seems that if a person who didn't circumcise because whatever the case is, and he circumcised when he's at age 50, it almost works retroactively, seems like. Rama doesn't talk of that case. Rama talks of a case when a person is not well, when the baby may have a sickness. But I'm not sure if that would apply also in a case where a person consciously did not care about the mitzvah bris. Work as well. But in any event, the issue is, if the cause is the bris, that is the cause, that is the mitzvah, so how could the results of the cause, the circumcision, take place before, before the time that the, reason, the cause is doing it? The cause is taking place at that time, that's when it happens. How could it take place from before? And the Rebbe is going to explain that the bris is not the cause. The bris is only the revelation. It reveals the connection from Hashem with the Yid. And that connection is there whether there is a bris or not. The bris just reveals that connection, reveals that covenant between Hashem and the Yid. And therefore, when you do it later, you're just verifying that this person is circumcised that he has that connection. It says in Lekut HaToyra, that through circumcision, that through circumcision, such a light comes that the service of a yid cannot bring it down. You cannot bring down a service that you get through your work. You cannot bring down such a great light of Hashem. The service that created beings do cannot reach that high. That light comes in of itself. You don't bring it down. It comes down by itself. It comes from above in the way of an arousal above. Hashem wants to give it to you. But wait a minute. But I'm doing a bris. So what do you mean Hashem wants to give it to me? Why does... The problem is, as long as there's no bris, you can't get that light over there. Nor as long as there is a stuffness and there is a, a peel, can there? So the oil wants to come by itself, it just can't come down. There's nowhere to come down to. By removing the oil, then it comes by itself. So that is as far as the oil goes. Same thing is about the neshama. Just like we have, as far as the neshama, 
The same thing is when the holy soul that comes through circumcision. And this applies also by, by women, we say they are as if they were circumcised. So they don't lack this special, uh, this special soul. We talk about the Knesset Nefesh HaKedusha, the holy soul. It's a level of the neshama that enters the child which is higher than the reason and rationale. It's an essential, it's a neshama which is a connection with Hashem beyond understanding and reason. You can't get that step, that level, cannot be accomplished through your act and your service. That is something which we all have assets in our DNA, basically. So, really, we have that level of neshama in ourselves. But how does it come out into the open? It's through the bris. That's why Mila works, impacts also on the past. Just like all acts, which don't have to accomplish something new, all what they are doing is revealing a matter of before that was there before. And the Rebbe gives an example. If a person, for example, the tshuva that one does from great love also helps on the past, which means when you do tshuva from love, there's different level. A person does tshuva because he's afraid of Hashem. But when a person does tshuva because he loves Hashem, that great, that changes the past. Which means, what does it mean to change the past? So that your sin that you did in the past, so we're not saying, oh, you have a sin, and now Hashem has given you for your sin, and that's it. So up till this point, you had the sin. And from this point and on, you have tshuva. God's forgiven you. No. If you do tshuva me'ava, it means that that sin that you did before, up to that point, is no longer a sin. That becomes like a mitzvah. That sin that was a sin becomes a mitzvah. How does it take the past that you... How could you change? At that time, it did a sin. How could you say that what you did before is no longer a sin, it's actually a mitzvah? Because over there, tshuva doesn't have to accomplish something new. It doesn't accomplish something new. Even when you do a sin, so that level of the soul was still in faith with Hashem blessed. It was with Hashem and it was not caught up in the sin. So, so at that particular time, it appeared like you are doing a sin, that you are no longer connected with your neshama. It appeared because you're doing an aver at that point. But, no is given So, but the truth is, you were connected then too. When the tshuva is this megala, 
And now the tshuva reveals, oh, you know what? At that time too, you were connected to Hashem. When the Rebbe helped us, that's why it can help also in the past. But, in other words, you need to act later on to reveal what is in the past. If one also later on doesn't circumcise, then he remains hidden. What is the intent? Why did Hashem create us? And what is the intention of this soul coming down below? It's not for it to remain hidden. It's hidden. It's in order that Yidin, through their service on the Neshama Begilu, they should bring out their soul openly. So, if you don't circumcise ever, you're going to say, well, deep down, I'm still connected to the Abishter, I have a Neshama, I do everything wrong, but I still have the Neshama. Yeah, that may be true, but that's not what Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want it to just be your neshama. Hashem wants you to live in this world in an open way to be connected to Hashem. So, b'shas ober is yomal, but when you are circumcising, omen is megala and then you reveal that level, helped us This also helps on the past. So the Rebbe is going to give a hint. This is the hint in the words of the Rambam and the end of the words of the Rambam. Based on this, we'll also understand with the Rambam, after both reasons, the reason of Pikuach Nefesh and the reason it can be done later, he adds, You can never bring back a Jewish soul. Nefesh Achim Yisrael means you can't turn back every Jew. Every Jew is connected, basically, with them. The verter zayin in Yisrael ala poshut. In addition of the simple meaning that you can never save a Jewish soul, oich marames ahesber. They also are hinting to a explanation of them. But there's not freer what he says before. The efshel lomul lachar zman as mila health toif mafreya. This that he says that you can circumcise later that it helps. On what had already happened, their farbun from Eden with Eibristen is hecher from Alechishmanis. The connection from a yid with Hashem is beyond any calculations. And their farbun is alamol gantz. That connection is always whole. In welchen matzev Eden zol nitzayin. In whatever situation a yid is, he's always connected to Hashem. Ukemaimer, like we know, the saying says. Whether so, whether so, whether the Jews are doing mitzvahs or not doing mitzvahs, they're still my children. I can't switch them for another nation, God forbid. Yevsher, the Yevsher is connected. Vies only zayin, it says in Yiddish in the parenthesis. Vies only zayin. In any, way, in any way it may be, they're my children. And to exchange them for another nation is impossible. And this is what's hinted. You can never return a Jewish soul ever. means to return back. Tzurik and then farbund. You mean you can't turn back. You can't 
pull back that connection of Krisas Bris and covenant, forming of the covenant, was the that Hashem connected with Yidin. You can never take away that covenant. That applies to every individual Jew. Not only we can't take away the covenant that Hashem has with all Jews, like to change us for another nation, but with each independent, each individual Jew. This is not only as the Jews in general, this also is as far as every single Jew. Hashem tied himself with every Jew. With that kind of a connection, there's no way to turn that back. You can never turn back that connection. Each Jew individually, God loves with an essential love. As the Balsemtov said, as Yeder Eid, that every Jew is tired by the Mebrish, is dear by Hashem, we are Ben Yochit, just like an only son, was his Giborin Giborin by Elton Lezeisiknusum, that was born to elderly parents at the time of their old age, they got an only child. And even more than that, that's how much Hashem loves every single Jew. The Kavona Sabriya, what is the intent? Why did Hashem create the world? The all creation was the Rebbe Shnei Bashaf developed that Hashem created the world. Bishvil Yisrael Shenikrureishis. That is because of Yidn. Bereishis is based Reishis. Yidn are called Reishis. And when we say that, we're not saying that Hashem created for all Jews. Is it not not to leave clouds? It's not for all Jews. Nor to Yidn Yidn Bazunder, but for every individual Jew, they wish to create it. In Yedin, Eden is up in the Gatsa In every single Jew hinges the entire intent of creation. Because the far is That's why every Jew needs to say, the world was created for me. And the far is Anyone who gives life to even one Jewish soul is as if they have fulfilled a complete world. There was haltoif ein nefesh mi Yisrael. It's pungter haltoif agapful level. One who holds on to one Jewish soul is just as if you hold the whole world, because each Jew by himself is the purpose of the whole world. For Meibus felt chazus shalom in any hidden, because if there is lacking even one Jew, felt us in the ganzer bria, then you're lacking in the entire creation. One Jew makes a difference in the whole of creation. It's impossible to bring back a Jewish soul forever. The connection from a Jew with Hashem is always whole. With the full force. And we need to only reveal that. But it's there, it's connected. That's where you can circumcise later on. I feel the in his mouth better. Even when you circumcise later, helped us it also helps for the past. Mila is because Mila, as mentioned before, as said, reveals that which is in him already exists from before. Already spoken. 
As the mitzvah's mila is merumah's close in Yana Havayda, in the mitzvah of circumcision, it's hinted the general aspect, the general idea of the service. Is the hirof and them ebing gizok sodom. So what is the instruction from the above mentioned in the general service of the person? Because mila represents service of the person. From one, on, one, on one hand, a yid must know that he must do. He cannot go to sleep. He's going to argue. In a hidden way, he's always connected with neighbors to Hashem. And in the end of everything, nobody will be pushed away from Hashem. So we can't say, and it doesn't matter how you conduct. You say, I'm connected to Hashem regardless. So what does it matter how I run myself? So you can't do that. Why? Because that connection, we must bring it out openly. That has to come specifically through, through service. So you have to work circumcision or prayer. To weaken all the tithes. Then blood. Tzitzah is sucking out the blood. The koch in Gashmis. That fire that you have. Excitement in physicality. Also from far place and limbs of the body. Just to get out of your whole indulgence. For the Tzvetas, on the other hand, you need to, however, know. Metaphorically speaking, in the verse says, you should circumcise the stuffness of your heart. Get a lot more than what you are able to work out yourself. But when you have the service of circumcised, the toughness of your heart, we merit the revelation from above, and God will circumcise your heart, that will be revealed with the true and complete redemption of the Mashiach, the Mashiach, the Mashiach, the Mashiach, the Mashiach, the Mashiach, the Mashiach,